Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. In British Columbia, it's been almost 13 years since four gang members and two innocent men were killed in Surrey's Balmoral Tower. Jamie Bacon, the Red Scorpions gang leader, has been sentenced to 18 years in prison for just one of the murders, conspiracy to commit murder. He also pled guilty to one count of counseling murder in a separate case dating to 2008. There were two sentences issued, like I said, the one for 18 years and the other one for 10 years, but they run concurrently, not consecutively. And with credit for time served, while waiting to go on trial, Bacon will now spend the next five years and seven months in prison. Scott Newark, former Alberta prosecutor, senior policy advisor to a federal minister of public safety and professor at Simon Fraser University, joins us on the program. Scott, what does this case raise as far as questions are concerned for you? Well, there's a couple of issues. Um, one is, as you've mentioned, that the um, individual, uh, this has been a very, very high-profile case. And as you say, like it's taken so long to get to, uh, to court. Um, I believe he was charged in 2009. I mean, why would a case take that long? And I drilled down a little bit, and I think I've got some information about it. But it's ultimately resolved by way of a plea bargain between the Crown and this guy's lawyer, uh, where they agree to plead to these charges, but they make a joint recommendation in relation to the sentence. And the uh, court, as you say, supposedly sentences them to 18 years. And what first got my attention was when I saw that in the uh, initial media reporting of it, it was that he got 18 years. Well, no, he didn't, because the judge gave him credit for time that he had been uh, uh, in uh, custody. In other words, he was denied bail. And all too frequently, you know, that ends up with our say-one-thing-do-another justice system, which really undermines public confidence, in my view. But I must admit, as I did some more digging into this, I found uh, several of the media outlets had actually reported that that was not, you know, the 18 years was supposedly what he got, but in fact, as you say, he got uh, five years and seven months. So I'm glad to see that truth comes out. I think the larger systemic issue is why on earth this judge would have given this guy credit for the time that he had uh, been in custody awaiting trial? Because, you know, he, didn't, he wasn't denied bail because of the color of his hair, okay? He was denied bail because of his previous criminal record. And, oh, guess what? He also had been convicted of other um, organized crime-related offenses, in uh, I believe it was in uh, 2010, and he got seven years on that. So the time that he was uh, originally it was uh, 2005 home invasion. He was, he pled guilty in uh, 2007, um, and then he was found guilty again, as I say, on these uh, other charges, and um, he got the uh, the sentence, you know, of um, uh, seven years. So that seven years that supposedly he, that he did get his credit for on these charges, he was already in jail for another offense. And giving pretrial custody credit is author, authorized by Section 719 of the Criminal Code, but guess what? It's not mandatory. And why, you know, what ends up happening... So, so Scott, this, this gets really confusing. ...judges are rewarding career criminals. So for the average person, this gets really confusing because you hear, I got an 18-year sentence, you got a 10-year sentence. He's going to do five years and seven months because of time that he was in custody waiting for trial. And it's hard enough to get your head around that. Yeah. 
So is this how the, so the justice system in this country has become far more complicated than it was maybe 10 years ago. And, and you worked awfully hard. I mean, you worked so hard in the early nineties and worked, got so much done through your own initiatives to change things. Well, this, I think this, uh, uh, pretrial custody credit is one of the worst developments that we've seen. It started in the uh, late nineties and, uh, it was in, from Ontario where judges didn't like the conditions that were, you know, the remand facilities, and they started saying the government should do something about it, and the government didn't do anything about it. So as a result, and this is what I think the real problem is, judges started, in my opinion, abusing their discretion under Section 719 of the Criminal Code so that they were giving credit and extra pretrial credit. It got up as high as 4 to 1 before it was actually changed. So you might you might be held for, for one day, but you're given credit for four. Correct. And you know so if you're what? held if you're Guess held for if you're held for a hundred days, you're getting a year and a half. Guess who figured it out faster than anybody else? The bad guys and their lawyers. So, so number one, they uh, don't seek uh, or they you know don't uh, try to effectively get themselves out on bail. Then they delay the proceedings because they know they're going to get double or triple credit. In my day, what happened was when I was a prosecutor, uh, if you were denied bail, you had one appeal to a superior court, and if you were denied that appeal you had no further appeals and you know what it was actually known as dead time because it meant that you just served it and guess what the repeat and career criminals pled guilty now we've actually created an incentive for people to drag things out and in this case in particular this guy's lawyers actually yeah. made an argument that there was uh the charges were uh, uh, improper because of a lack of disclosure, and the I judge, got ten seconds, buddy. who happened to be the judge that issued this sentence, uh, yeah. agreed and said that you know the charges should be stated, and they were only reinstated. That was in December 2017, okay. and they were only reinstated by the BC Court of Appeal uh, yeah. in May 2020. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.